Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Welcome back to The Right Mentality. Today's episode, we got a special guest. Today, we're going to talk about life lessons, okay? Life lessons, we all need them, we all want them. Some of us have them, some of us don't. Now, with our special guest right here, this is Coach Tia. And we are going to talk about life lessons. Miss Tia here is a life coach. She got several different hats. She's a mentor. She's a motivational speaker like oneself. So, you know, what we're going to do today is we're going to get into this. We're going to talk about this. We're going to figure out what I'm doing wrong, what y'all doing wrong, and how we can fix this. Because, you know, in basketball, you need a coach. In football, you need a coach. In life, we need a coach. So, Miss T- Miss Kia, I'm sorry. We get it together. Miss Kia, introduce yourself to the people. Tell them. How you doing today? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And Antonio, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity um, to be on your amazing platform. Um, I heard you mention something. We're trying to figure out how we can all get it right, have the right mentality. In order to have the right mentality, one must be wise. Yes. Um, so as you mentioned, I am a life coach, mentor, nonprofit founder, mother, daughter, God enthusiast, wear so many hats, but most importantly, um, I am a human and I am a human that has made mistakes. I have gone through adversity, but mm-hmm. um, I am wise and I am here to share that story today with everyone. Perfect. Perfect. Listen, I like that. Well, look, we wear all these hats. Believe me, I wear a lot of them too father, recently dog dad, uh, college student. Uh, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It uh, but at the end of the day, like you said, we are still a human being. So good people. Welcome back. Let's talk about these life lessons. Okay. Now, Coach Kia in life. You know, I I played sports when I was in high school, and uh, you know I had a coach, a good guy. And sometimes, you know, coach, you feel they're supposed to guide you and lead you on the right path in order to get the skills that you need and learn what you need to learn. But at the same time, I guess they were trying to mentor us as well, kind of like take us under their wing. My question to you is, what do you feel like the difference? between life coaching and mentoring is or should I say mentorship yeah yeah so that's a really great question um, that you're asking and it's a question that actually most always get confused Mm -hmm. so a life coach is a strategist essentially a life coach is a non-biased individual um, that is going to provide you with Uh, strategies, but they're not going to be the expert and they may not be well vested in your situation. A mentor, however, is one who may have walked that exact path that you are walking on and they're well vested and they have the tools and the techniques to guide you. Um, Life coaching is not giving answers. So similar to that same strategy that you discussed in football you had a you know coach in high school your coach cannot get on the field and play for you but what they can do is give you the strategies give you help you gain the confidence and the necessary techniques to be able for you to get out on the field and play at your optimum ability 
Okay. I mean, I had it confused too, you know, so just yeah. sitting there and thinking about it. So in life, we, we all have a life coach or should I, let's, let's, let's put it on like a friend, you know, let's say you got a friend that wants to, Hey man, you know, I've been through what you've been through, or, um, I know what you're going through to me. It kind of, I kind of feel like when people tell me, I know what you're going through. If you haven't actually experienced that same thing that I went through, I don't feel like we can be on the same level. Now you can, uh, what is it? Empathize with me. But at the same time, it's you, if you ain't walked in these dirty shoes right here down them, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if people know on here. You listen. I don't know if you know about them dirty streets of Durham, but if you ain't walked okay. down, oh. <laughs> if you ain't we'll walked see. down the, the, the dirty streets of South Austin Avenue or over there by Matt Duca Terrace, we ain't got nothing to talk about. Right. Okay. Now it's it's a it's a different aspect though. But um I feel like like you said, people get those two things confused because a life coach and a, a mentor are two different things. Now I can I can be a mentor to uh teenagers, which is what I'm you know working on doing right now with uh becoming a therapist and a counselor. But at the same time, that life coach, I wouldn't say the life coach thing is kind of, I wouldn't say I couldn't do it, but I feel like the mentorship would be more my platform because, you know, I kind of been through a lot of the things that a lot of kids today have been through and, you know, just looking at it and your business, you know, you work with a lot of um, females and you know that how how do uh, how do you do that there? Let's let's talk about that. Yes. <laughs> so as that meme said, it's God, baby, it's God. <laughs> but no, honestly, um, I actually want to kind of take a step back on something that you mentioned and okay. really set the record straight about life coaching. Mm -hmm. So I personally think the word life coaching is an oversaturated term. Um, I feel like within the last two years, I have heard so many people being coaches, um, business coaches, marketing coaches, strategy coaches, 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 coaches. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people are actually getting it wrong and it's doing a disservice to those who actually need life coaching. Um, and it's doing a disservice. It's really offensive to those who have taken the time to receive the necessary credentials to become a life coach. So life coaching is, just to be very clear, it is not an mm -hmm. FDA-regulated industry. Um, mm -hmm. There is not a technical certification that one must have to be a life coach. And that is actually the dangerous part of it. Oh, so anybody, anybody can go out here and be Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. You know, anyone can go out here, unfortunately, and call themselves Ronald McDonald. However, mm. however, um, Coach Kia received certified professional life coach training um, from an accreditation by the internal the ICF, which is International Federal Coaching Federation. And, mm. and it is of the most highest level of prestige coaching. Um, so that means, for one, I am bound by ethical guidelines when I coach people. Um, but aside from that, you know, you know, a lot of people know life coaching based off of Ayanla Van Sam, Fix My Life. Mm -hmm. um, love her. However, uh, that's not, yeah, 
<laughs> um, and they come into my office or, you know, meet with me virtually and they're like, okay, boom, here are the puzzle pieces, you know, fix my life. And that is not at all what I do. That is not at all what um, actually life coaching is. There is an overlap between therapy, between mentorship and life coaching. Yeah. Um, the difference between life coaching and therapy would be the discipline. So life coaching is a forward po forward progression discipline, whereas therapy can be a past-focused discipline. So it's addressing some of that trauma that may have you may have experienced in the past and it's kind of leading you up to a place to where you're healed to be able to move forward whereas coaching is actually taking you from where you are currently giving you necessary guidelines strategies um, creating accountability and action um, being a professional trained ear um, and really empathizing and sympathizing with you in your current situation but ultimately giving you strategies to hold yourself accountable to move forward. Coaching is totally about forward progression. Yeah. Um, and that is the reason why I became a coach. Um, I actually had a life coach when I was a teenager going through the most difficult times of my own life. Yeah. And it was my own life coach that made me realize, you know what? She changed my life and I want to be able to help others change their life as well. And so that is why my practice is primarily um, based on, you know, helping women and teens. I feel like you are of the most abundant when you, for one, identify your calling and know your purpose, but um, there's not a need in life to help all. If you can be intentional about those in individuals that you're helping um, and be passionate about the situations that you're um, morally or your values are vested in, then you're doing your job. And that's why I, I worked exclusively with women and teens. Ooh. Listen, the people, if y'all need, listen, she's certified. Okay. This ain't, this ain't Ronald McDonald. Anybody can, anybody can, anybody can flip a burger at McDonald's and call yourself Ronald McDonald. Okay. She the real deal. Okay. So listen, if y'all need a life coach, coach here, she got you. Now, when you say working with the women and the females of the world, now, how does this work now my from my experience and my experience only women don't tend to you know work well together uh on a lot of platforms um especially of course younger women because when i was at the youth uh developmental center there were young women there that you know they had to stay and um just from my experience being there and working with them none of them primarily would get along with the older female staff until they got to know them a little bit better until they became comfortable with them. So you working with the younger population, female population, how do you, I guess, how do you get on their level to interact with them? Yeah. So if I could snap a magic wand, I would exclusively be a um, millennial um, Gen Z guru, life guru. And I, I thought about it earlier and I was like, do I call myself a lifeline strategist? I'm like, no, when you lifeline, you flatline. That's the end. We don't want to call ourselves that. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, the thing that I 
thing that I, not, no, let me take that back. The thing that I know that I bring to the table that is a lot different than um, others is truly just my very unbiased opinion to realize that I was once in their shoes. So I now wear, as you mentioned, so many different hats. I am I'm Coach Kia Reform 2.0, but I have not always been this person. So as you mentioned earlier um, about, you know, walking in your shoes, kind of knowing Durham, and if you're not from Austin Avenue, um, I was born in raised in Raleigh and you know how they call Durham Bull City well Raleigh is rough Raleigh and um, I was (laughs) a stereotypical teen a spirited teen a teen that came from trauma and abuse and I allowed that to affect me negatively for many many years Um, I was angry I was bitter I was not not confidence I had self-esteem issues Um, I was if you look up you know a contextual definition of awful bad teen unfortunately I was that and I'm not afraid of that that vulnerability has actually led me to where I am now Um, but someone had to take the time to see the good in me and so that is the dynamic that I'm able to bring to the table when I am working with um, young women is understanding couple things. One being your life is a set of encyclopedias. Where you are now is page whatever in one appendix of that book, but you have the ability to rewrite your own story. And so me constantly being a vessel of life to these women and identifying, you know what, I'm, I look, look at them sometimes when I'm doing like group coaching and thinking, you know, just 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I had those same thoughts. You know, I was once in your shoes. I lived for the day in the moment in the hour and nothing beyond it you couldn't tell me nothing yeah. right but <laughs> I'm able to kind of take that same level of patience and understanding um and and God let me now you're gonna hear me mention God a lot because I'm a very oh, very absolutely. very absolutely. yes very faith driven um but I'm able to constantly use my values in faith and one of my prayers that I pray daily is that God uses me as a vessel in the lives of those who need me the most so that they may be drawn closer to him and so I'm able to do that and ground myself before working with these young women um, and I'm able to see them on a playing field that not a lot of people are if you've not had that experience yourself I completely agree like 110 percent so for me when working with the youth, working with the, I mean, to me, I'm just throw it out there. Working with young black men today is my focus, but at the same time, you know, I want to inspire everybody that I can, but just, they, they need to see it. They need to see, oh, that, like, you're, you're a therapist? Like, I didn't, I didn't know we did that. Right. Yeah, you need to see this. So therefore, when you look at me, you're like, oh, well, maybe I can do this. So maybe I can do that. Because don't don't look at me and say, oh, he's just a therapist. It's a lot more to this story than just Antonio, okay? Uh, let's 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 yes. break them letters of that name down. And I can <laughs> I can tell you some stuff that I've been through. But my thing is what how you relate to them is how I relate to them as well. I want them to understand. Like when I tell my clients today, when you walk in the room with me, I want you to become comfortable. This is your playing field. I want this to make it, I want this to be a safe space for you. So that being said, 
tell me a little bit about you and I will give you a piece of me. Well, you know, back in the day, uh, my daddy punched me in the face. Oh, wow, damn, man, I've been through something like that too. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah, I've been there before. I know what it's like to have abuse in the home. I know what it's like to go through trauma in the home. I know, I'm right here with you, brother. Oh, dang, okay, Mr. Wright. Well, I guess I can talk to you now because I thought you was just this big fancy dude. Like they used to always tell us all the time, like your life perfect, ain't that wrong? You ain't never been through nothing. Let's 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 have a chat, okay? Let's let's talk about this, <laughs> you know, because children don't understand. Yes, we are adults, but we had to be children. We had to be adolescents. We had to be teenagers before we became these adults. So let's come together and let's figure out how we can fix what's going on. So with all of that, to me, I feel like. There are a lot of factors that go into this, though. There are a lot of factors that go into why a lot of children act the way they act. Now, that plays a part of the life lessons. So in life, there are, to me, I would say there are three main environmental factors that play a part. Uh, One is, of course, the environment that they are in, because we are... Mm -hmm what we hang around uh two family uh <laughs> hate to say it but yeah uh family you don't get to choose yeah. what family you're born into and of course education uh some of these schools i would honestly say some of these schools do not want children in the school based on their background so that being said how do you combat against those three factors, the environment, the family? Because to me, I feel family is the main issue. So how do you how do you deal with that? You know, working around those those things as far as helping the kids and the women in the community. Yeah. So one of the things that I teach the most, um, we are a plain piece of paper. That's it. Right. Yeah. You are what you put on your paper. You are what you put on your paper to yourself. You are what you put on your paper to others. So for instance, um, I've met you right now. I think you are an awesome, articulate individual. You've told me that you kind of understand a little, little bit of trauma. You've experienced that. So in my head, that's what's engraved in me. However, if when you, if I would have met you um, and you, know, you would have kind of displayed some non-desirable tra- traits there, that would have been what you left on that paper. So what I teach people is you own your space, but most importantly, have the confidence to have an open mind, but always be coachable. Um, Not just from a life coaching perspective, but be coachable in life to understand that like the person you are now should never be the person that you are in the future and allow yourself the opportunity to grow. So one of the things you mentioned was family. There are dynamics in our life that we cannot change. And this is partly adults, you know, as children, they don't get the opportunity and the leisure to control their own environment a lot of times. Um, But once you are of age and you're able to kind of make those cognitive decisions for yourself, you get to choose who's in your space. Um, I live in my home. I can choose whether or not I want to open the door for someone, you know, 
you, you get to choose and make that decision for yourself, but, you know, not looking at a lot of our environmental factors as crutches in life. Yes, we don't get to choose our family. Yes, we don't get to choose where we grow up, but what we do get to choose is how we live and how we push forward. So you can choose moving forward if you want to or to not have Sunday dinner. You can choose moving forward if you want to or to not restart your life or be, become happy or you know repaint your own picture. Um, one of my slogans for Be Wise Life Coaching is design the life you desire. Literally, design your life. Your life is a puzzle piece. If you think about like um, one of those puzzles that, you know, you may have gotten for Christmas and it's like the 1800 piece Star Wars puzzle, the little bit yeah. pieces. <laughs> no one completes that puzzle in 30 minutes in one day. Generally, you start it, you get frustrated, you knock yeah. it off the table, you come back to mm -hmm. it, you look at the picture, you start all over. <laughs> and that is what life is. You get the opportunity to design your own life the way in which you desire. If ultimately you desire to be seen as a confident, positive, you, you know, young woman that is a doctor, but right now that's not your current circumstances, work towards designing that one piece at a time. And that's what BYS Life Coaching does, provides the strategies necessary for people to reconnect happiness with passion and value to ultimately design the life they desire. I like that. The, the putting the puzzle pieces together of your own life. So, you know, because like you said, there, there will be days that, you know, it, it seems like, okay, I'm connecting it, I'm getting it straight, I'm getting it great. And then it's just that one piece that you can't find the fit. So you just knock it all out the way. I'll start over tomorrow. And then we, it's, it's life. You start over. You don't get something one day. I'll try again tomorrow. If I get it today, then, okay, um, how, how am I going to get the rest of these pieces to align with the rest of them? So how can I get my life yeah. to align the way that I want it to align? That's, I like that. I'm going to take that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, it's trademarked, so don't use it because, you know, <laughs> I have to come well, after you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, one of the other things I want to say is everyone says life starts at step one. Oh, you have to crawl before you walk. You know, step one. It's not step one. I'm here to tell you it's not. Yeah. Not. Where in the numerology did one become the first number? It's actually zero. Mm -hmm. Zero, step zero is where things start. And step zero, in my opinion, is your mindset. The action is actually step one. So yes, you do have to crawl before you walk. But if your mindset was not on, a, if you have a fixed mindset, um, I'm going to sit still, you're never going to crawl. But if you have a growth mindset on, you know what? I enjoy this movement. I want to get up and be like the rest of my brothers walking around. I'm just using that analogy there, but, um, you know, walking around the living room or like mom walking, you know, from the room upstairs to the kitchen or wherever that may be, mm -hmm. that is your step zero. And that is what we must realize in life. It's okay. If your action doesn't match your desire, but if your mindset is right, then you will take step one. Listen, people, I don't know if y'all heard I don't know, crawl before you walk, okay? Because that was one of my episodes on the right mentality. If you didn't listen to it, go back and listen, okay? You got to crawl before you walk. Like it. Love it. So, now, Coach Kia. Now, we got we got excitement over here, okay? We, we talking facts, all right? So, now, 
when it comes down to ways we can advance our life. Now, hold on, good people. I'm, let me tell y'all something now. She's not giving y'all nothing for free, okay? This ain't free. This is valuable information to take in life. Oxygen ain't even free, okay? It comes with a price at all costs. Now, Coach Kia, what would be two ways in life that we could advance our life when we've gone through traumatic experience, stress, emotional trauma, anything? What would be two ways that you could give people to advance their life? Okay, so here is one of the things that I work with my clients on. Um, And as silly as it sounds, it's preparing your worst case scenario. Silly as that may sound. So my worst case scenario, a fear of mine is a house fire. Just to be honest, we all have fears. I used to be a firefighter, so let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So when I'm going through traumatic, um, stressful moments in life, and we all have them, we're not perfect. Um, Myself, you know, Coach Kia is not perfect. You, you know, Mr. Wright, you're not perfect. We all have days where we're unhappy, where we could have a little bit more resilience. But um, what I like to think about is what is my worst case scenario? And for me, that would be a house being on fire. So in that moment, if what's happening to me is not my worst case scenario, I'm able to move forward. I may be unhappy, let's just say, because I didn't get a promotion, but I can quickly at the drop of a dime say, but as, as silly as it sounds, <laughs> but is your house on fire? And if I'm able to kind of regroup and bring myself back in that moment and say, you know what? My house wasn't on fire. Secondly, what I'm able to do is say, you know, our lives are just, as we all say, borrowed time, right? Yeah. So at the end, if what I'm experiencing right now in that moment of unhappiness, of adversity, of difficulty, of stress, if whatever I'm experiencing in that moment did not cause death, then I am 100% better than someone who is not alive. Mm. And for that reason, I'm able to quickly bring myself back. Mm. Listen, it's like a breath of fresh air right here. I'm loving this. Okay, <laughs> it's it's like to hear all of that. That's like that's how I live my life. Because when mm-hmm. things happen, mm-hmm. when you know people, when it hit the fan, and you look at life, like just imagine it's like okay, going down the street, you gotta pulled over by the cops, and man, you yeah. speed, you speed, um, have to give you a ticket. Okay. Um, okay. is this the worst that could happen absolutely not it's a ticket you can go to court you can fight for you can get a lawyer um you got two three months before you actually got to go to court uh worst case scenario would be you got shot uh you didn't get to go home you went to jail now that's one one fear of mine is going to jail yes uh i used to be a correctional officer uh, working in okay, the you've worn many hats. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, you know, it's 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 a stepping stone, you know, and mm-hmm. just being in a facility like that, 
Well, it's like, I, I, I like to tell my young brothers out here today that feel like, you know, I'm this, I'm that out here. All right, drop, like, pull up on me. Uh, your soul gets snatched when that door shuts behind you. Okay, when you know you can't walk out that door on your own, that's when your soul gets snatched. So, uh, yeah, those are the worst case scenarios. But it's just a ticket. But you know, to that point, one thing I think that people, and I don't say people, but I'm going to be very explicit in my words and say, especially my people and by my people, <laughs> meaning my african-american people i have not lived the life of a white woman so i cannot comment on what that looks like but i can only comment on what that looks like living the life of a, a black woman um being raised in a black household raising black children we have to hold ourselves accountable absolutely so often things happen in life and we'll do the the shuffle right that's what mm -hmm. i call it you know this wouldn't have happened if such and such the cops should have never pulled us over because xyz this person was being this way to me no stand still in your moment and hold yourself accountable for your own actions you can only grow as an individual when you have self-reflected and held yourself accountable. But when you've not done so, and you've shuffled that blame around, you know, they should have never cut my lights off. I was gonna pay. You know, even though it said five o'clock, they should have given me the 10 o'clock. Well, no, hold yourself accountable. The accountability piece is yeah. I should have paid my light bill earlier or reached out and found, you know, whether it's community connections or speak with them directly, whatever that may look like for you. When you're able to hold yourself accountable, you can grow. Um, I went through a divorce. I was married for seven years. Mm -hmm. And after my divorce, I took uh, quite a bit of time, upward of like two, three, two, three years to identify what could I have done differently? Not what did my ex-husband do that may have drove me to having, you know, such feelings or being the way that I was, but what could I have done differently as a wife in that moment? And how can I grow from those past mistakes moving forward? If I would have held that, this person did this to me and that's why I did this to them, I would have never been able to grow. Once you know, then you can grow, but you must hold yourself accountable in the process. Well, 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 well. Once you know, you can grow. Wait, let me, let me write that down. That one's not trademarked, so you can you can have that one. I can have that. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I like that. So it's. I mean, no, that is absolutely one hundred percent true because. In, in life, we we do not sit here and hold ourselves um, accountable. We we don't hold ourselves accountable for a lot of things, and we feel as if like this is just supposed to be handed to me. Like you said, you know, um, you you gave me till five o'clock, but you should have gave me another hour or so to get it done. Like I gave you until five. So you knew exactly what time I was coming to cut your lights off. But you feel like I owe you something after I gave you warning after warning 
which is with life. Life will give you so many warnings. It's like a boy who cried wolf. You cry wolf so many yeah. times to they playing. Um, you know, ain't, ain't no need to, you know, go over there, pay no attention to them. We got to stop doing that. So that life Me lesson too. is, like you said, take accountability. Take accountability for yourself, for your actions, for everything that you do in life. And I feel like, you know, you can you can be a lot. Not, I want to say, you can be much more successful in life by taking accountability for your own actions. Like I had a client today. He, you know, they want to take accountability. You, you've been through a divorce. I've been through a divorce. At that time, I was like, I ain't do nothing wrong. It was, it was absolutely nothing I did wrong. But yeah. I feel like another, you know, I'm going to give y'all this one for free. This for the low, low. Okay. Um, Let me hear. I feel like you don't really <laughs> know what you have until you lose it so once you lose it you, you get t- <laughs> you get preaching. <laughs> you know, i ain't gonna hit with my towel for you know uh but it's Girl, like bishop right I'm, 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 I'm just saying so it's like when you when you actually take a step back and you can look and see like oh wow like i was wrong for this or yeah. I lost this person because I didn't do this. So in the end, it was both of our parts because it takes two to tango. Now it's it it's does. a it's a it's a part that plays on both sides. But at the same time, what we do as individuals, we want to blame one party for why things don't work in life. But it's not like that. It's it's something that we did not do in that relationship, in that situation to cause it not to work, but we don't take accountability. We don't say, okay, I, I, I was, I was good. I, I did everything right, but that's not how it's supposed to be though. It is the art of removing self. When you are able to remove self from the situation and look at things literally like a bird eye view, I think it's like the ring camera that's like advertised that they have like the bird eye view. You can see like 360 um, mm-hmm. so when they're selling features, but not that I'm promoting for me because I have CPI, but um, <laughs> when you are able to take self out of the equation, take a step back and say, wait, in that moment, you know, I was wrong. Nobody wants to be wrong. Let's just be clear. Nobody wants to be wrong. Everybody yeah. wants to be right. Everybody wants to have the right mentality in life. But, you know, we are wrong. We're human. And that's why I said the first thing I said was I wear so many hats, but I'm human because as a human, we're, we're not perfect. But yeah. guess what? You get the opportunity to try again, to do again and learn, grow yeah. and repeat. Yeah. You get the opportunity to be wise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, listen, good people. Coach Kia. Okay. Now, listen, um, let me explain something to y'all. Now, the merchandise is in the link in the bio. The right mentality. You want to grab one of these shirts. Uh, It is getting warm outside. So, um, you want a hoodie, hoodie suit, let me know. But. This ain't about all that. It's about life lessons. But at the same time, 
we came. She taught y'all some stuff. She taught me some stuff. We got some lessons learned. Now, I need y'all to go out here and implement them in your life, okay? Um, so now, Coach Kia, tell the good people where they can reach you at because we we appreciate you for coming on today. Appreciate you for having you, talking, giving us these life lessons. Tell them where they can find you at, girl. Okay, so to find Life Coach Kia, it is so simple. It is be wise. And let me spell that out for you. B-E-W-Y-S-E. So B-Wise dot Life Coaching. And those are my handles on both um, Facebook and Instagram. Of course, you can also visit my website site, which is www.bwise.lifecoaching. Um, and then in addition from there, you can email me or you can call me, but all of my handles are also listed on my social media. Um, if you are a woman over 18 and you are stuck in neutral, trying to figure out how to reconnect happiness, how to design the life you desire. If you are just sick and tired of being sick and tired, contact me. What I tell my clients is the first session is always on me. Back to my prayer every day. God uses me as a vessel in the life of others so that they can re- be able to connect and see his grace through me. That's my first session. Free. On the house. It's on me. So contact me today to help you design the life you desire. Hey. Y'all um, heard us. I do have teen Oh, sorry. Oh, I have teen group coaching that I do as well. So if you're a parent of a teen girl age is 11 through 16. I do those sessions either virtually or in person um, in my office on Six Works Road in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I would love for your team to be a part of that group coaching program as well. Y'all heard her. Y'all heard her. Listen, she wear them hats, okay? Mr. Wright, he wear them hats. All right. Now, tune in, listen, hear what we got to say. Always remember good people. Keep the right mentality. <laughs>